This is the first draft, the podcast recording, and the first draft we're going to, and I'll get to introductions in a second, just kind of outline the theme of the podcast uh, and um, some general formalities, et cetera, et cetera. So for introductions, we have the millennial slash generation YZA... (laughs) Known as Elston DaCosta. Say hi, Elston. Hey, guys and girls and everyone listening. Including animals. I think animals could listen to this, too. Of course they can listen to it. You're good at communicating. That's right, and I'm an animal. Everybody knows that. You want to do your famous dog bark? I don't have a famous dog bark. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I do. Um, And then the other guy, namely me, is Gerard. And the two of us make up the podcast team of Elston Gerard. <laughs> and, um, okay, here's a fun fact for today. Um, do we even have a name for this bitch? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you're depends, right. Depends which bitch you're talking about, though. That's true, too. <laughs> no, we've come up with some suggestions, but we haven't formalized the name for it yet. Um, yeah. So maybe the course of uh, this intro cast, we can talk about that a little bit, come up with some previous names, uh, and uh, move yeah. that effort forward just a little bit. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, okay. So our podcast is mostly around, I mean, the, the, the core of it is about sustainability. Um, sustainability in the modern world, um, sustainability in the ancient world. Um, and sustainability a hundred years from now but yeah so I think at its core it's sustainability um, and going around that concept thinking of a name Gerard I'll let you go first (laughs) Uh, what have you thought about so far brutally honest with you I have not thought about the name but to kind of embellish on um, your expose on the theme being sustainability I like where you're going with the past, present, and future. I don't know if you can really analyze anything without doing so to the proper degree that you could. Uh, the past, I really don't know shit about, <laughs> other than watching movies, etc. The present is somewhat self-evident. Kind of depends on uh, where you're getting your source of information, and we're going to delve down into that too in a future. Um, headlocked episode in terms of um, what you can believe and what you can't and the two different camps of society that we seem to have uh, that uh, tend to disagree with each other and then the future hell that's anybody's guess but uh, you know when you look ahead tomorrow is the future we need to be talking about it right right so but getting back to names what was do you recall the last the last one? suggested name for the podcast that we uh, came up with? I came up with Bipolar Earth. Yeah. Uh, did we did we even think about something else after that? I haven't. No. We really didn't. The consensus seemed to be <laughs> <laughs> that Bipolar Earth might be just or may not convey directly the intent of sustainability yeah that was your concern right mm-hmm. okay yeah 
because it could be interpreted in many ways. It could be interpreted as a mental illness podcast. <laughs> it, it could might be. be a mental illness. <laughs> Don't rule that out. Hold that thought. <laughs> it could be conveyed as a political, heavily Republican, Democrat, uh, Libertarian, somewhere in between the 1%. <laughs> Could be interpreted as that. Um, or it could be interpreted. Um, yeah, and no, I think that's it. Those are the two. My my thoughts were a dualism between what I obviously take away on bipolar, meaning North Pole, South Pole. Hello, magnetism. Um, are you a baby boomer? I'm a boomer. You're a boomer. Yeah, a dualism between the obvious or what was obvious for me, bipolar. And then the other meaning of bipolar, uh, getting back into these dual factions that we seem to have all over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what a this is what a boomer this is what a millennial deals with every single day of his life. I meet someone, come up with a name, and he goes somewhere, <laughs> not not on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> we millennials just come up with anything, man, and, and it works. I, I mean, don't see a problem with <laughs> yeah. that. I'm so sorry you have to deal with that every day, day in, day out. Uh, just pounding our heads, trying to uh, explain, remember, determine why it is that we have an interest in sustainability in the first place. And, Alston, does anything come to your head immediately? <laughs> why? Wait, what was the question again? <laughs> I thought I made it pretty clear, right over here, where I'm sitting, what the question was. Somebody's going to ask the question, I want to have an answer. Okay? Why do you think it is that we kind of chose sustainability as a theme for our podcast? Well, because you own a Tesla and I work in a renewable energy company. Ooh. All right. <laughs> I think that's as, that's as sustainable as it gets. You're giving away all the candy right at the start, Alston. Yeah. Gone. Bye-bye. Um, can't disagree with you, though. That is pretty sustainable. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's more sustainable than that? Having you, you own a Tesla and I work for What would be more energy? sustainable, and maybe this is a, a topic for a future uh, episode, would be to charge my... Tesla on a 100% renewable uh, power source rather than a mix of gas, oil, hydro, nuclear, solar, wind, what else? Um, um, geothermal. Geothermal. Um, for the grid? Well, you could use it as electricity. Sure, sure. Not in America. <laughs> Not in America. No. <laughs> uh, maybe on a future asteroid or something. <laughs> Yeah. No, they don't have well, porous, so there's no heat there. Yeah, I don't think they're ready for geothermal. They're not going to be ready for nuclear. No, but we can get <laughs> diamonds and emeralds, um, but we can't get water necessarily. Yeah. So diamonds <laughs> and emeralds on asteroids. Um, uh, Gerard, have you watched um, Have you watched this documentary um, by Zac Efron, I believe, on Netflix? Oh, possibly. Um. 
I forget the name, but it's about um his first episode's about geothermal energy in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> and man, that shit is wild. Well, I'm not sure about <laughs> Iceland, but from my memory, 15 feet below grade, the delta T of <laughs> the water source only varies by um, 10 degrees, roughly. Yeah. You know, and it's 55, to, well, it varies when you use it, but I think it's roughly 55 degrees Fahrenheit, 15 feet below the surface. <laughs> really? BTUs, baby. Cut a boomer, yo. <laughs> Can we get back to my original question? All right. Um, so why why did sustainability matter so much to yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm really interested in it, and I know you are. You're, we're, we both tangentially touch it. Well, you much more than I do with permanent employment, but um, it's, it's something that's not going away. Mm-hmm. It's something that's continually evolving. Uh, I'd love to see change, love to see the change towards that and less from gas and oil for pretty obvious reasons. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, for me, I think sustainability is needed, not just from a, not from just from a climate change perspective, which is a very liberal issue in today's world. Um, but also from just an energy perspective, you know what I mean? Uh, keeping yeah. politics and keeping theory, uh, keeping um, beliefs aside. Um, right. I think, you know, as we as we keep growing as a population um, um, and the more if climate change exists and we pollute the earth, who's going to be responsible for migration? Who's going to be responsible for you know the next generation? We have to take responsibility because they are going to be our kids, our grandkids. Um, so that's the liberal that's the liberal side of me, and that's the that perspective talking. You know that believing in climate change. Um, I think the other perspective is uh, why not? You get free. You get literally abundant amount of energy from natural resources and. If you don't take advantage of that, then clearly we are lacking as a as just a species in terms of our progression. Understand. The one reason why not is because for a long, long time there's been people that have made a hell of a lot of money and still do to this day. <laughs> yep. On the why not. Yep. Why the fuck should we care about carbon dioxide emissions? <laughs> Uh, methane emissions, which are what a hundred times worse than carbon dioxide yep, emissions. Yeah, that's true. Uh, why should we care about the water? Why should we care about anything when there's money to be made? <laughs> Lots of it, not just money, but power too, because it just manifests to power. Yeah. So that's one reason that I can think of. But getting back to the planet, who was it that coined the term spaceship Earth? Uh, or no, spaceship one. Was it Buckminster Fuller or uh, somebody like him? Meaning that we're eventually going to leave the planet and uh, this is the first spaceship that we have, Spaceship One, Earthship One, Mm -hmm. something to that degree. Right. So we spent a little bit of time figuring 
and plotting uh, the different ways that we kind of want to share a common message towards sustainability in terms of specific episode of podcast. And I don't know if you're yeah. prepared to go, or do you want to take a break? You know, because we're allowed breaks on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do a break and do a fall commercial for big gas and oil? Howdy, partner. How's that Houston property looking? Oh, man, it's looking rich and black and oily. That's right. Buy our shares of stock. Get in while the getting's good. Before the getting ain't going to be getting too much more better. Where did you pull that from? I just made the shit up. Is that is that something you actually saw back in your day? I just saw it in my head. <laughs> right, well, I can so, tell you something. I can't come up with that, dude. Because <laughs> I've not seen that. All right. Well, uh, by the way, that's the end of the commercial. Um, uh, it's just uh, years and years of uh, touching, smelling, breathing and tasting big ass and oil in my life. Yeah. Right. Oh, all right, so you want to kind of run down the potential list? Yeah, sure, let's do it. Okay, and um, then if, if there's an explanation. You... Yeah, so with the list, I'm gonna start reading a quote. Okay. When you throw a stone into the water, it finds the quickest way to the bottom of the water. That is one of my favorite quotes, and I put that in there based on a book that you recommended I read. Yep. And I read it. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I really enjoy that quote, too. What's it called again? Something about... Siddhartha. Sar- Sar- Siddhartha. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it? Just yeah. one word? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, okay, so let's run through the list. Um, so the first one is sustainability in the modern world. Um, the second one is The Shark's Paintbrush um, by Jay Harmon. Based uh, on a book I read. Biomimicry at its best. You've explained this to me. Right. Yeah. Not not in detail, though. <laughs> I think there's a lot more that you... Didn't I say me. that uh, modern boat builders and designers mimic the skin of sharks? Uh, for reduced drag and efficiency. You did not mention that, no. Okay, well that's one example of all of the little critters and bugs uh, that are used, like I say, as an example <laughs> in the book, The Shark's Paintbrush. Almost okay. major catastrophe. So, so the next one yep. uh, is Efficient Nature. That's yours as well. Um, next. Um, the yin and yang on the economics of sustainability. I like that one. Cool. I think we're going to have a really good conversation in that one. Cool. Um, next one is coal rolling. I like that one too. <laughs> Do you very, know what very that is? innovative. Do you know what that is? No, I had a different perception of it. I thought it oh, was... that's great. That's awesome. That's, we can either talk about it now and tear it apart. Or no, just... let, let's tear it apart later. Let's yeah. tear it apart later. Perfect. Um, the next one is return on investments, um, unbiased measurement. Yeah, we're gonna walk around your house in that episode. I was thinking <laughs> <laughs> around all your paintings and. I was thinking unbiased measurement. 
That's what it's called, right? Yeah. Had more to do with more recent events such as the C-19 pandemic and how various news agencies from various parts of the world report different results. The, um, it's called the C-19 pandemic? That's what Elon Musk calls it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <coughs> why wouldn't I emulate? Yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> you own a Tesla, right? <laughs> you should be emulating. <laughs> should be. Um, anyway, back to the list. Um, the post-industrial revolution, repurposing ice vehicles, the synergy of alternative energy, battery storage cradle to grave. <laughs> that was yours, right? No, that's yours. Oh. You've got a long list, man. Of course, I've been thinking. Green walls, a replacement for the 150-year-old HVAC system. That's something I, by the way, did you see that lightning bolt? I did, hear the yeah. thunder right yeah. away? How, what's the right word? Um, sanctimonious? Sanctimonious? <laughs> Jesus. That's a, that's a very ancient word. <laughs> Apropos? Okay, let's say. I thought, I think I've seen that in the Bible or something. Of course it's in the Bible. How apropos is it that we see lightning and hear thunder right in the middle of the cast? Um, <laughs> we are just chilling and talking. That's right. Um, the next one is um, concentrated solar energy beamed from space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a concept that um, I read about a long time ago as far as kind of like sci-fi thesis. <laughs> one of the... <laughs> problems with that is you zap a lot of birds <laughs> people wouldn't be happy about that people would shit about all the bird watchers the bird watchers and the carrots can you imagine looking through binoculars <laughs> and the carrots oh the carrots oh. thanks for saying that again the first time i didn't hear it um yeah looking through binoculars let's say albatross or something like that all right <clears throat> All right, Nick, time to energize <clears throat> geosync satellite solar transmission to planetary receivers. All right, Phil. Oh, shit, what happened to the albatross? <laughs> <laughs> Would not go good. So there's an inherent problem with that whole scenario, but I just listed it. <laughs> All right, well done, Gerard. Mm. Um... The next one is cons- uh, who the fuck are the Rothschilds anyway? <laughs> did I say it the way I was meant to? <laughs> Let's. I think you did perfectly. Um, we should probably say that in in unison. Who, who the, the fuck, fuck are, are the Rothschilds, Rothschilds anyway? anyway. <laughs> Got to okay. be discussed. Yep. Gas stations repurpose um, plastic. The carburetor industry and how it relates to the economics of industrial change. Yep. Um, going extraterrestrial, space stations, a moon base, Mars, asteroids. Not the game, silly. <laughs> That's what you've written in, in brackets there. That's true, I did. Um, new alternative energies, pumped storage hydropower. Mm-hmm. Well, you really are a boomer. It's not new. <laughs> it's said, been existing in your time, but 
but nice never say, spoken about. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said newer. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm qualified. <laughs> Harvesting energy from trees. Um, that's going to be a controversial episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pavagen. Oh, is it Pavagen? Pavagen? Um, isn't it Pavgen? Pavgen. I think. Yeah. I just re- read about it recently. I haven't ever heard about so it. So basically, all the roads, especially asphalt, because it's a black body. Um, oh, by the way, we're both mechanical engineers, right? Yep. Okay, we didn't say that yet. <laughs> That's true. Whatever. <laughs> uh, black body is... Uh, Alston can probably describe it better thermodynamically, especially as it relates to... Um, <clears throat> one of the three types of uh, heat transfers found or studied by mechanical engineering, that mm-hmm. one being radiant to a black body, the other two being conductive, convective. Um, all the roads and streets in the world are potential harvesters. So then you run circuitry to pick up solar energy, uh, and that's called paved gen, pavement, pavement generation. How would you keep the, uh, how would you get the solar energy on those roads? This, the concept, and I think it's being studied and experimented with right now, uh, is to, like I say, bury wire into the roads, and then the roads pick up the solar energy. Through panels? No, th- th- themselves, because they are okay. black bodies. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, from a radiation point of view. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. That's I right. I get it. Yep. Radiation. That's, That's what awesome, I mentioned dude. before. All right. <laughs> 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 I missed that. <laughs> That's okay. I'll just rewind my brain. Oh man, I need a, I need a neural link really bad. Yeah. Right now. Okay, let's go, going through the list. Um, yeah. Bladeless wind generators, carbon engineering, um, waves, water, air, quantum mechanics. Mm-hmm. Gerard, have you read the book? Um, brief answers for the big questions. No, I don't think I've even heard of it. By Stephen Hawking? No, I haven't read that. I would highly recommend you to All read right. that book. Okay. Um, it's 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 a book I've just started reading. Um, oh. Like four days ago, three days ago, and it's about um. He just gives his perspective from like a very um average way of explaining. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, you still want to know. You still want to be. I mean, it'll be easier for obviously everyone in science who has a science background um, to read that book. But um, it's wonderful. Okay. Man. Um, I I it's, owe him some attention. Um, although I did read recently, maybe you did too, uh, that Hawking's findings, not all of them, mm-hmm. uh, but some of them, are misleading, and other researchers based on research done very recently mm-hmm. are accusing Hawkins of intentionally misleading public for whatever reason. I don't understand the reason. I don't know if you saw that or not. I've not read that. Yeah. And not to discredit your book either. Uh, fascinated by the guy. And like I say, I owe him attention. Yeah. Um, yeah, we won't go too much into it. Um, but the one thing, I mean, it's kind of related. It's very related to our topic. Of discussion um he talks about um um energy as one of the two main things that exists in this universe 
Okay. So one is energy. Um, the second is um, space, and the third is matter. So it's actually matter, energy. <laughs> it's actually matter, energy, and space. Um, and he says that matter and energy are the same thing, as Einstein described. Yeah, runs parallel with Einstein. Yep. Hawkins probably uh, derives it and theorizes maybe uh, using different paths or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he he goes from that concept. Most I mean, most of his research um, comes from um, um, Einstein's principles. Okay. Yeah. Based on. Um, based on matter and energy. Yeah. Um, with like black holes. I mean, he's obviously famous for black holes, right? Um, right. But black holes with um, um, radiation of um, emitting radiation. Apparently, he did that in um, while he was in in college, and he was in college, and he was uh, going. He he came across um, radiation emitted from black holes, and apparently, when he involved thermodynamics along with right. the rest of the physics, he was completely using. He was using all of Einstein's principles, but he was not using thermodynamics. But the moment he he touched thermodynamics to older physics, to other physics, sorry, not older. That's fascinating. It changed his career. I just read something recently as well, uh, attaching or adding thermo to classical or even modern <coughs> radiation and black hole theory. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, we could talk just on that topic for yeah all night. All night, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love thermodynamics. Well, uh, especially with the second and how entropy is involved, that opens up as many cans as Schroeder's equation, uh, Heisenberg. <laughs> Heisenberg, yeah. Uh, on and Heisenberg's on and uncertainty principle. Correct. <laughs> and this it, is beautiful, man. Oh, yeah. I hope we pick it up. I think we will. I think we have a separate podcast on quanta, quantum, don't we? Um, yes. So going back to the list, yeah, quantum mechanics. Okay. Um, vibrations, the COVID-19 divide, the climate crisis and migration, nuclear and the utility base load. <laughs> That's going to be a controversial conversation. <laughs> I'm not sure I really understand. That was one of yours? Yeah, that's mine. And we haven't really d- drilled down with explanations um, either way on all of these items yet. So, uh, first of all, repeat that one. Um, nucleo and the <laughs> utility baseload. What kind of utility? Utility baseload. Uh, all right, now I understand. Yeah. A little bit better, sure. Because when you think of baseload, Obviously, one of the real challenges conventional utilities have had 70, 80, 90, probably more years ago has been to be able to balance that load between day and night. Mm-hmm. And here steps in people that solve that problem with new battery storage technology, and it's just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the old ways, of course, was to have what's called peaker plants. Oh, how right. archaic. Oh, okay. Take number two diesel fuel, pump it in that damn engine, <laughs> turn that generator, and give them people some sparks. 
Yeah, let's do that during the day when the utility can't keep up. <laughs> Those are called pico plants. Peaker plants. Yeah, because <laughs> they shave. It's peak shaving. Right. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know pico plants. Oh, okay. Sorry. A, a lot of a lot of people in uh a lot of people in the industry um use that term even in the renewable energy industry. Oh, they do. Okay, so it has the same application done by a different source. Right. Technology. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's just used okay. as a marketing perspective. Oh, I see. Because yeah. people are probably used to the term or something. Right, yeah. Do you know that there are entire islands that are entirely powered by diesel generation? Yes. And that's a, the that's only a big utility topic. they have. That's a big topic, too, man. That's a big topic, too. I don't know if we touch on it. The diesel's got to be shipped in, probably. Right. Uh, as a, a, con, a consumption consumable and then maintenance and everything else um but yeah no conventional power grids per se mm-hmm. right Artifi- artificial intelligence and sustainable building systems great i'm gonna love that episode with you because yep. you obviously have a um mechanical mep background and you know and i think the millennial's going to teach you some. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn. Bring it, baby. Uh, MEP background uh, with an emphasis on uh, facilities, both construction and uh, service. Service meaning uh, preventive predictable maintenance at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah, I think, I think your experience is going to open up so many dimensions Gerard when we talk it works both ways um, you will school me for sure I will school you for sure <laughs> <laughs> we can both agree on that <laughs> hey Alston how do I reboot my laptop <laughs> um, Gerard. he he literally asks me <laughs> All right, I know how to reboot the damn laptop, okay? <laughs> it's when the cursor just goes haywire and dances on its own and turns movies on in the middle of the night that wake me up. That has me a little bit perplexed. Is that right? But that actually happened. I'll show you later. <sighs> All right. Nikola Tesla and the Cosmos of Energy. Recycling the myth in progressive America. <laughs> recycling meaning recycling of consumer waste. Yes. Okay. Um, not just consumer waste. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, consumer waste, yeah. Okay. Well, you can add something if you want. Mm, no, I, I meant consumer waste when I thought about this. Cool. Uh, embedded energy consumption during manufacturing. That was yours, right? Yeah. Right, and... We're going to talk about your Tesla a lot in that one. We'll do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm not going to mention it now, but that reminds me of a funny thing about how the Tesla was manufactured uh, at the Fremont facility in California, um, and I'll remember it when we get to that point. Okay. Uh, but I would think that embedded costs are studied by most, if not all, manufacturers in the overall economic and accounting scheme of running their businesses. Yeah, embedded energy from yeah. a sustainability point of view or from a cost point of view? Well, I did say cost. Okay. Um, I meant energy because that's the title of the episode. Um, 
and then of course costs related therein. But the fo the prime focus would be the embedded energy. Right. Yep. Um, I also think so. Tesla uh, also tells you how much pollution you cause through the manufacturing of your vehicle, right? Well, I, you can access that information, I believe. I'm not sure about that information, but what comes to mind is there is an app. I don't remember it being uh, supplied by Tesla that does give you an indication of the energy source uh, based on regions. So Golden, Colorado, for example, you can get an index uh, for the breakdown on where the energy comes from to the grid at Golden, Colorado. Again, and break, what's it like over here? Breakdown between gas and oil, solar, hydrothermal, like yada da da da. Um, it's it's pretty consistent and it didn't vary between the regions that I checked out too much, but it did differ region to region to region. Maybe there's a hydroelectric dam close to uh, Niagara Falls. I don't know why there would be, but. <coughs> Why oh. would there be a hydroelectric dam right by Nigeria Falls? Niagara Falls. Yeah, Niagara Falls. Nigeria Falls. Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> you know what? It might be an opportunity. Who knows? Yep. Um, so just finishing up the list? Yeah. Let's, let's try to get through it somehow. It's a pretty good starting list. Yeah. Who the hell controls lithium and the electric vehicle future? The future of cobalt? Uh, communal microgrids and energy independence? Industrial co-generation? Gaming the Paris Agreement? Right. And uh, do you remember that you might want to change that phrase a little bit? Right. Um, but we can talk about that later and... Why would we want to change the phrase? You didn't like the word gaming. Gaming the Paris Agreement. And as I recall, what you really mean by that is um, a full analysis of the Paris Agreement, who's in, who's out, why, t terms, time frames, impact. Um, I don't know, was that what you meant by that? Yeah, okay. to some extent. Um, the other half is um, about how countries are getting around um the paris agreement so for right. i mean just just to give a little flavor um china with oh, meeting that's right yeah yeah you remember meeting remember. the um D their domestic yeah yeah uh, their domestic renewables and, and then <coughs> um having coal power plants at in africa and like everywhere else right um but there's a way around it. That's why they're, they're, they're still meeting their Paris Agreement or uh, agreements or uh, whatever they discussed. That reminds promise. me of the way around that companies and maybe countries use about carbon tax credits. That to me is a way around too. That is a huge way around. Okay, so we're on the same track? Yep. Industrial co-generation, um, Building energy demand response and end user behavior. Um, physics in parallel universes. 
parallel. Wow, what about man. series universes? We'd have to. For that episode. <laughs> I know where you're going. Okay, back to the list. Um, my phone's still dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, um, we can definitely ad lib the rest. How you want to get back to the name? Uh, you don't like bipolar Earth, uh, or maybe you like it, but you think it can be improved. I think it could be improved. Right. The th- the word bipolar, um, by itself. What was it? The bipolar Earth. Mm-hmm. I think bipolar itself is a strong word. That's what I honestly think. And and also bipolar Earth. No one really knows what the hell they're talking about. Dude, because I'm, talk- I'm talking about politics right now. That can be such a huge interpretation, um, which it is. It obviously goes into this podcast in a certain way. Um, but like bipolar can also be thought of as mental illness. True. And we're not really going to go in that direction unless we're talking about either one of us, probably. Because <laughs> you have mental illness, don't you? I think I do have a mental illness. Yes. Can't pinpoint... The specifics, but uh, that's why you need a Neuralink. <laughs> that's why I need <laughs> the Look at us advertising Neuralink. <laughs> Think of the possibility. You way, have a mental are, illness. We are accepting sponsorship too, um, just to put that on the table. But no, the bipolar thing was intended to, yeah, start with the bipolar Earth, North Pole, South Pole, magnetosphere that protects us from solar wind, all that stuff, but more along the lines of describing the bifurcation between politically uh, in this country in a way red and and blue um, but also um, the polarization that we seem to have uh, along all kinds of fronts in terms of sustainability uh, and energy there's a huge bipolar effort there between uh, the traditional industries of gas and oil and what our interests are with renewables that lead to sustainability, etc. So that was my idea with bipolar. I agree. Yeah, that's a good that's a good concept. Um, it's also very true. Just right. the fact that um, big oil and renewables, the um, the bipolarity of it. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I think most of what we talk about um, is gonna relate to across generations. Yes. I think we are related. We are gonna um, have listeners who are younger to me. So I'm 24 years old. Um, you're gonna have people listening at like 18, 19, 20, 21, and they can still relate. Yeah. Um, People in my generation, 25 through 40, um, they can relate. And then 40 through 70, they can relate. And 70 through 95, they can relate. Um, Everyone has their perception of these things, man. That's right. And I think it just is going to, when people listen to it, they can relate to it in some way. Yeah, well, that would be... Um, at least my intent or a partial intent of mine to add to the the recipe for what we hope um, to deliver from the podcast it's just the damn name 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> eventually we'll have to figure that out. Yeah. We will. I'm sure. We will. But no, we're gonna have if to. It's, yeah, if it's as easy as coming up with a name like Apple that makes a billion dollar business, a trillion dollar business. 1.7 trillion 1. is what 7 I saw trillion. today. Yep. If Apple can make it, we can make it. <laughs> I'm sure we can think of a name. <laughs> Do you know what I I have uh, for the potential name for my consulting business right now? No. SG Studios? Uh, Was that SG, it? SGS Productions. Yep. SGS yeah, I'm kind of moving away from that. Towards what? Well, my new candidate is called Green Circles. Green Circles. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and I got a logo started. I've got the drafts myself, and then I've got some concepts from uh, graphic artists. Nice. Yeah, you haven't even seen them yet. So, green circles. <laughs> I like it. I'll loan it to you for like a short-term loan. <laughs> it's okay, I'll pass. Mm. Whoa, the lightning. Uh, the lightning and the thunder here is incredible. Um, maybe something is catching our vibes or we're catching their vibes probably uh, are we prepared to finish the list of potential yes we are okay awesome we'll get through the list maybe with some embellishment <laughs> some embellishment so the last one is retraining the retraining the coal industry for the future okay yeah okay i think that's gonna be extremely important and interesting from your perspective too gerard yes because you've seen people in that era and we are replacing them yes we are eventually eventually and we was, that, yeah. was that the last one yeah that was the last one all right so i don't know were there maybe 30 or so potential episode candidates about 30 right which is <laughs> that's quite the start <laughs> it's, it's quite the start and a huge palette and um uh we'll, we'll knock them down should we uh uh <clears throat> make available to the audience what we're proposing to be the very first episode sure okay go for it well it's edison versus tesla or is it edison and tesla <laughs> uh, Tesla and Edison. No, oh no, no Edison no, no, and Tesla. I switched it because I wanted yep. the E to come before the T. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Right, and I didn't want to kind of start out as Tesla, but why the fuck is he not mentioned in very many history and or uh, uh, school textbooks? That's a good intro. Okay. And <laughs> I, I know that was a question to cut to the conversation, but that's pretty good intro. All right. You're I'll teasing the audience. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course, tease. Yeah. Um, um, okay. All right, so by the time we get to next episode, we might have a name. I think so. Godspeed, Austin. Awesome.